They created some of the greatest pieces of art ever. Ludwig van Beethoven saw himself as a poet prophet of music. Breaking new ground. Debussy said, some people wish above all to conform to the rules. I wish only to render what I can hear. Leading the way for others to follow. In his music, Brahms chooses to reveal very private things about himself. They were giants. But they were people too. People who had dreams and ambitions, who fell in love, who got their hearts broken. And they were certainly driven by artistic creation, despite at times what seemed like insurmountable odds. I'm Carla Walker, classical music host at Colorado Public Radio. And I'm conductor and lecturer Scott O'Neill. Carla and I are fascinated with the human stories behind the great composers, stories about what made these guys tick, stories that we can all relate to. And that is what we will talk about in our new podcast, The Great Composers. Every episode will tell those human stories. From the composer's point of view, we want you to see the world through their eyes. And we'll start The Great Composers podcast with a five-part series on Mozart, a point-of-view biography, as Scott and I like to call it. (laughs) We have hundreds upon hundreds of letters that give huge amounts of insights into his thoughts, his persona, his music. For example, here's a sneak preview of one of our episodes on Mozart. It's the story behind a powerful moment in his opera, The Marriage of Figaro, recorded here in the CPR Performance Studio with Scott at the piano. There's this tender moment, and he takes Susanna's hand, and they kneel before the Count, and they essentially beg him, please, sir, don't be obstinate. Give in to our wishes. They're begging him, please allow us to be married. And when you hear the music and its emotional intimacy. This is actually Mozart. Just four years earlier, Mozart was making the same plea to his own father. Dear sir, don't be obstinate. Please give in to our wishes. This is Mozart investing himself in this piece. This is his story, not just Figaro's. I'm convinced that if this were a standalone number that you could excerpt and people could do by itself. Put on a best of hits compilation. (laughs) Absolutely. Everyone would know it and everyone would love it. But because it's kind of swept up in this stream of scenes, it's not as well known. But I think what it loses in its extractability it gains an emotional content, which in this case is the most beautiful tenderness. Well, that's what's so striking to me about Marriage of Figaro is how empathic the music is. Absolutely. You are supposed to feel for these characters. You are supposed to feel their heartbreak. And this goes back to the idea of he's writing for the people. He's not trying to extol the virtues of the leaders or cheer the hero, you know, conquering hero returned. He's writing his best music for intimate, emotional things that the average person can relate to. 
So that's a little sneak preview of an episode on Mozart. In the world of radio where I live most of the time, we try to keep the stories that we tell before we play a piece of music short and concise. And so it's impossible to give you the full story, to understand that human side of the composer enough so that you feel like you know the composer. That's why we wanted to do this podcast series, to go deeper into the music, to discover these composers as people, their hopes, aspirations, heartaches, all of it. It starts with Mozart, but there's more on the way. We'll move on to a composer who was once so debilitated by a bad review that he almost never composed ever again. In fact, Scott, if it hadn't been for a caring therapist, we would never have had this piece. So Mozart, followed by Rachmaninoff, and then so many more after that. You likely already know their music. Now get ready to meet them as friends. Listen and subscribe to The Great Composers Podcast for a wealth of classical music discovery. Find it at cprclassical.org or wherever you get your podcasts.